Hey guys, welcome back to Faith Fuels My Fire, the podcast. I'm your host, Lorena Camille. This episode is a Bible study on chapter 3 of the book of Luke. If you haven't checked out my previous Bible studies, I do have my Bible studies and the study guides included on my Facebook group. It's called Faith Fuels My Fire, just like the name of this podcast. And I'll have the link in the show notes of this episode, but you can also just go on Facebook and type in the search bar, Faith Feels My Fire, and request to be added in the group. Once you're added in the group, you'll see a tab that says Guides. Click on that tab and you'll see all of my previous Bible studies and the study guides included. Before we get into this Bible study, I did want to say a quick prayer, so if you would please just close your eyes and pray with me. Lord, I pray that you lift up every single person listening to this right now. Please give us knowledge and understanding to know exactly what it is that we're reading and the wisdom to implement it in our daily lives. Lord, please lead, guide, and direct us through every aspect of our lives. Please open up our eyes, our ears, our hearts, and our mind to you, Lord. And I pray that whatever it is that each person is supposed to receive from this Bible study, that they receive it and they implement it in their daily lives. I love you with every ounce of my being. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, now let's get into this Bible study. So I'm just going to start reading at verse 1. In the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod, tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip, tetrarch of Icheria and Trachonitis, and Lysanias, tetrarch of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the desert. He went into all the country around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, A voice of one calling in the desert, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. Every valley shall be filled in, every mountain and hill made low. The crooked road shall become straight, the rough ways smooth, and all mankind will see God's salvation. John said to the crowds coming out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. What should we do then? The crowd asked. John answered, The man with two tunics should share with him who has none, and the one who has food should do the same. Tax collectors also came to be baptized. Teacher, they asked, what should we do? Don't collect any more than you are required to, he told them. Then some soldiers asked him, and what should we do? He replied, don't extort money and don't accuse people falsely. Be content with your pay. The people were waiting expectantly and were all wondering in their hearts if John might possibly be the Christ. John answered them all, I baptize you with water, but one more powerful than I will come, the thongs of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. And with many other words, John exhorted the people and preached the good news to them. But when John rebuked Herod the Tetrarch because of Herodias, his brother's wife, and all the other evil things he had done, Herod added this to them all. He locked John up in prison. 
All right, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verses 2 through 3, it was time for John to start preparing the way for the Lord. So he went into all the country around the Jordan and he preached a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. In verses 4 through 6, this scripture is from Isaiah chapter 40 verses 3 through 5. So John was preparing the way for the Lord Jesus and was preaching about repentance and forgiveness of their sins. In verses 7 through 9, John saw these crowds coming and he referred to them as brood of vipers. It says in Matthew chapter 3 that whenever John saw the Pharisees and the Sadducees coming is when he called them the brood of vipers. So John was saying this to the religious leaders. And John was very outspoken and he always spoke the truth. And he knew that these religious people were full of hate and greed. And he was preaching a baptism of repentance. And they had to truly repent. And with true repentance, you produce fruit. Which one of the fruit of repentance would be love. Oh, hey friend. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt this episode, but I just wanted to remind you guys that Christ Transforms Me, my 90-day journal, is available for purchase on Amazon. And until further notice, all of the money that I receive from the purchases of that journal will be donated for the disaster relief of the people that were affected by the tornadoes that hit in my hometown in Kentucky. To learn more about the journal or to purchase one, go to www.faithfuelsmyfire.com journal. Now let's get back to this episode. In verse 8, he wanted to make it clear that being a descendant of Abraham doesn't lead to salvation and they weren't entitled to anything because they were descendants of Abraham. Jesus is the only one that can save us and they had to turn their lives around and turn away from sin and turn towards God. They couldn't just continue to live their lives the way that they did and expect to just be saved because of their forefathers and that they were descendants of Abraham. They had to repent and truly change their ways and turn towards God. And then they could be saved by Jesus Christ. In verse 9 where it says the axe is already at the root of the trees, God's wrath was ready to be against them if they didn't show repentance and turn away from sin. And verses 10 through 11, they asked what they should do. And John was telling them to show kindness and compassion to others and love and serve others. And verses 12 through 14, tax collectors and some soldiers asked him what they should do. And he was telling them to live an honest life. Then in verses 15 through 18, the people were wondering in their hearts if John could be the Christ. So he denied being the Christ and he said that the Christ will come and he will baptize with fire and the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ would baptize with fire and the Holy Spirit and his fire would purify and destroy all the things that are lacking. Whenever we're saved by Jesus and we're baptized, he washes us whiter than snow and he purifies us. And all of the sinful things and the things that are of this world and the things that are in the sinful nature, he destroys. We're dead in our sins and alive in Jesus. And then in verses 19 through 20, John was locked up in prison for rebuking Herod and all of the evil things he had done. Herodias was his niece and he had seduced her from his half-brother and married her. And whenever John had confronted him about this 
and spoke the truth of this, he locked him in prison to shut him up. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 21. When all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And as he was praying, heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. Now Jesus himself was about 30 years old when he began his ministry. He was the son, so it was thought, of Joseph, and I'm going to skip through all these other names and just go down to verse 38, the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. All right, so those are all the verses of chapter 3 of the book of Luke, but I'm going to discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verse 21, we see that John baptized Jesus. And Jesus didn't get baptized because he was a sinner, but he did this to identify with the sinful man. Jesus was perfect. He was fully man and fully God, and he lived a sinless life. But he came on this earth to save sinners, and he loved and served sinners and wanted to completely identify with the sinful man. In verse 22, in the moment where the Holy Spirit descended on Jesus in bodily form and a voice came from heaven, this is showing the Holy Trinity all together, God the Father in heaven speaking to God the Son, Jesus Christ, and God the Holy Spirit, which was in the form of a dove. In verses 23 through 38, this shows the genealogy of Jesus Christ. Mary, Jesus' mother, was engaged to be married to Joseph, so his worldly father was Joseph. And Joseph was a descendant of David, and also we see that he was a descendant of Adam, which was the son of God, because in Genesis we see that God made Adam from the dust, and that was the first man that God had ever made. So I'm going to end this Bible study with three takeaways that I want you guys to write down. The first takeaway is John the Baptist preached a baptism of repentance. He baptized with water and he prepared the way for Jesus. The second takeaway is salvation only comes from Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter who we come from or where we come from or who our forefathers are. We can only be saved by asking Jesus to come into our hearts and forgive us of our sins. Jesus Christ is the only one that can save us. The third takeaway is... Jesus completely identifies with sinful men. Jesus walked on this earth and lived a sinless life, but he didn't only associate with righteous people because we're all sinners and he identified with sinners and he loved and served sinners and preached and performed these miraculous signs and ultimately died on the cross to forgive us of our sins so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life and heaven with him and God the Father. So that concludes this Bible study on chapter 3 of the book of Luke. Tomorrow we're going to go into chapter 4, part 1. So make sure you stay tuned for that. And yeah, I love you guys so much. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye guys!